There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, what's up? Hey. How you doing? I'm okay. Just trying to take care of some technical things. Well, you know what? What? Hey, hey. It's it's Oak Island Island. Recap Watch Along Podcast Day. Yeah, see, now you're just putting jingles (laughs) in places they don't go. So there's that. Well, if you uh, have been following us, we yesterday, yesterday we, how about that? Yesterday we put out a a new podcast. It was a bonus podcast. Mm -hmm. It was a watch along, season one, episode one of The Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. And what we asked our listeners to do was load up our podcast, load up The Curse of Oak Island season one, episode one, mm-hmm. press play at the same time we did, and we could watch it together, and we did commentary through it, right? Yes. And we had fun. It was a good time. And good time. Had by all. So then we watched it again. We took notes, and we decided to do a recap of it, because why not? Because, We got well, time. <laughs> you know, we're in season seven. Mm-hmm. So we have six prior, well, actually we did last season. So we have five prior seasons we could go through. You know what? When we get to season six, we might do it, redo them again. Who knows? Yeah, because some of those. <laughs> the first could, few were real bad. Uh, I'm going like first ten. <laughs> it could have a do-over. Yeah, they could. They could. But we're here. We're here to talk about season one, episode one of The Curse of Oak Island. The one that started it all. All it's, of it. It's the origin story. It's the pilot. It's the it's the thing that it's really off. it's really curse heavy. Oh wow! Yeah, were you expecting that? Did you remember that? Yeah, maybe we should start there. Just the fact that I understand why it's called the Curse of Oak Island, and they, I mean, they really leaned into the curse that first episode. They sure did. It was like, like you said, curse heavy, creepy music. Like the opening scene before even an intro is what Dan Hensky walking around in the snow and it's like heavy breathing <laughs> and the classic eerie music you'd hear in a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Children of the Corn kind of stuff, you know, because then you see like the merry-go-round, the school yeah. bus, it's like all empty and, and it looks real like, you squeak. know. And then you hear a crow going, like it's going to get you. It's going to get you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it was a little ominous. And, uh, you know, at the time I was probably like, yeah, whatever. Curse of Oak Island. Curse, curse. You know, like Uh I was leaning into that stuff. Yeah. But uh, nowadays I'm just like, oh, (laughs) it just it feels creepy. So different than where it currently is. And that's probably. That's probably where the big difference lies yeah. initially. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to our uh, watch along, though, I mm-hmm. recommend going back and doing it. It was fun. We listened mm-hmm. to it while we watched it. Like uh, we had like this little premiere that Deidre set up on our Facebook group. So it played it at 10 a.m. yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, West Coast time. And then it would we press play on our Hulu because mm-hmm. uh, we, we watched it with Hulu and Hulu has um, no commercials. No commercials. And so it just ran straight through. And so we 
basically press play at the same time as we did on mm-hmm. the on our podcast and mm-hmm. we watched episode one season one episode one yep and uh yeah go back and do that if you get a chance it's fun and then next week we're going to do season or episode two yes yeah okay All right so yeah we talked about the ominous stuff dan henske coming he's the first one to even talk he was you're so, right yeah. he re- he is the first voice of the island <laughs> Well, he's been there a long time, so he's earned it. That, that seems fair. <laughs> so this scene takes place in February 2013. Yes. All right, it's so, cold. Yeah, it's snowed over. Like, uh, you know, we don't see a lot of the guys working in the winter time these days, right? Uh, No, because they had like their first, you know, taste of it drilling at that. T- Not that Marty's never drilled when it's been cold out but <laughs> they're <laughs> like dave says he's like whose bright idea was this yeah, as we get a little bit further into the episode and i agree that's a good time to uh just not yeah well whatever right i mean they got to do what they got to do with the time that they got <laughs> yeah i think that's actually what marty said is where this this is when we've got time or can do it so marty at this point is not all in obviously yeah. because he, we're in season seven and yeah, season he's seven finally marty's all a believer in. season, <laughs> season one, one marty, not so much not so much <laughs> he's, he's like okay i'm not gonna waste my prime working time to come to this island and yeah. do this thing yeah, but now he's a believer, so it, it's all turned around. It's fine. I'm just uh, saying, I'm blaming him for the snow timing. Yeah. Well, one <laughs> of the things Marty says is uh, he explains how people would either die or go bankrupt looking for this treasure. And he explains the the curse itself. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Great investment. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, then Rick explains, about, uh, like, there's, like, this little scene about Rick explaining how he learned about Oak Island mm-hmm. through the Reader's Digest article when he was 11 years old. Yes. And that's the same article that Dan uh, Blankenship learned about the treasure at, of Oak Island mm-hmm. and which uh, started his journey of, you know, all the work he did on Oak Island. And then Rick, it's just funny that him and Rick were inspired by the same thing, but he has like 40 ex- years experience on mm-hmm. top of Rick of uh, like doing work on Oak Island. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, it, it's a little. He was an he was an adult when he read it, compared to when Rick was a child. So I guess well, that that just yeah, goes to show. I mean, not that we haven't seen it before, that this this article is really what grabbed so many people in such a wide, you know, age range and from different walks of life. It's captivating. It is. Yeah. It's great that it makes an appearance in the very first episode. Yeah. Well, it's it's like original stuff, you know? It's like what drew them in. So it has to. It, it's OG <laughs> Oak I O G O I. I did a thing. Yeah. Um but he goes on when he's talking about the article. Mhm. We've got the side by side of the two of them. And Marty, once Rick had told him about, was intrigued by, you know, the buried treasure, the booby traps, the, mm-hmm. you know, the adventure part, the very Indiana Jones part that mm-hmm. we think of it. And I just kind of chuckled because Rick goes on to say, it's what I was intrigued about was the who, the why, the when, the where, the how. 
<laughs> he opened this season saying that. Mm -hmm. he opened uh, nothing the has changed. Yeah. And then uh, Marty's just like, I, I just want the treasure. He he's like, <laughs> dude, I'm just here for the adventure. And, yeah. you know, he uh, even as he said it, you know, his brother, who's older than him, uh, kind of put this into his life as, you know, he came from the angle of the booby traps and the treasure. And this is really cool. And we get that first glimpse of, you know, we really, they love each other, and he wants to be like his big brother. But I just want to say later throughout the episode, we see a lot of, yeah, they're <laughs> definitely brothers. Like, the way they interact. Some contentious stuff. Oh, yeah. A little pushback and forth of, okay, you're fighting like siblings. No doubt here. Yeah, that's good it, stuff. It's kind of hilarious. We'll get to those spots. That was fun. All right. Uh, Marty explains. Marty's kind of the voice of the history of Oak Island a little bit. Him and Robert Clotworthy fill in a lot of holes. Mm -hmm. So Marty explains the 1790. <laughs> they fill in a lot of holes years <laughs> later. A lot too. of holes too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Marty explains in 1795 the in incident uh, that began the progress of di digging on Oak Island mm -hmm. in general with uh, the three friends that went and found the depression in the ground, mm -hmm. dug up the uh, ground, sawed the logs, started removing the logs, yada yada. And then Robert Clotworthy, uh, the narrator, mm -hmm. uh, explained a bunch about the, uh, you know, getting down and finding the 90-foot stone and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They didn't talk a lot about that 90-foot stone, but they talked about it. A There's bit. a lot to introduce in yeah. well, the first episode. You'll notice in this first episode, they don't even mention the swamp whatsoever. Mm -mm. Like, the swamp doesn't exist as far as viewers know at that moment. Yeah, as far as viewers know. And it's interesting because... We know they originally were only able to get like a small portion of land on the island, but over the years we're able to actually get the controlling stake over there. Is right? That how it happened? I don't that, know. That's... I thought I thought they kind of had most of it from the get go. Mm, no, because okay. uh, Dan Blankenship was like, I don't think so. Remember Italians bearing gifts? He was like, I'm gonna mess with them. No, okay, okay. sure. Um, yeah. but as they're driving up the classic, driving up in the GMC, mm -hmm. and uh, as they're coming across the causeway and onto the island, he's saying, We can go down that road now, can't we? He's, Oh, yeah, we're good with that. So they're still trying to get their bearings straight. of where things are. I guess I didn't pick up on that. I wasn't. Uh... I, little details, mm -hmm. little minutiae that I tend to pick up on. Okay. Well, uh, Marty also explained how there's been some famous people uh, involved in the yes. hunt for the treasure of Oak Island, like uh, former president uh, Franklin Roosevelt, right? Yeah. And we had John Wayne. And, uh, you know, now we have our own famous people. <laughs> like our whole cast is. Mm -hmm. uh, Famous uh, group looking for treasure on Oak Island. So I wonder if anyone's asked Chuck Norris if he's interested in, uh, you know, checking out the island. Like, can't he just <laughs> karate chop his way down to the money pit? Yeah, I feel he just like... dig with his bare hands. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's send him down a case on this thing. Okay. Will be solved. We'll just pull it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weirdo. All right, yeah, sure. <laughs> Chuck Norris, go dig on Oak Island, please. Okay. Well, you said John Ray. I kind of put him in the same category. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, then we had 
Rick explained how in the long ago they found a uh, little tiny piece of rolled up ball that when they unfurled it, it said VI on it. Uh-huh. Like it's one in, in the spoils from, uh, I don't remember what year that was, but a long time ago. And uh, so they're just kind of like laying the groundwork. Hey, things have been found here. Uh-huh. This place is very mysterious. Something happened. So you guys should pay attention and join us on this adventure kind of thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, join us on this adventure. Something I just want to mention as, because we're going to, them driving across the causeway mm-hmm. and they're looking for the one thing the one thing on episode one <laughs> season one it is funny they're looking for the one and thing. they lay out like what years they're gonna say okay if we find something within this time period mm-hmm. you know we're gonna have something that'll be our thing this will definitely be worth it and they drop it all the way down to the 1800s. <laughs> They're like, all right. Yeah, it was, it was funny that uh, he said uh, Rick was sat, would be satisfied to find something 1800. Yeah. And nowadays, but like psh, psh, 1800. How about like 1680? <laughs> How about, uh, you know, uh, a medieval cross from the 1400s? That's what we're yeah. talking about They're these just days. <laughs> looking it just it was so weird and almost surreal to see him say oh no you know maybe like 1800s like i feel good about that i'm going Whoa. something else that was really funny about this episode is rick was saying things like we're going to get you definitive proof dan to dan blankenship and in it's two like, weeks yeah in like two weeks and it's like okay dude <laughs> over promise much <laughs> <laughs> he was just certain that they were just going to find oh, it, you know? They they knew. They just knew they were going to find something that was going to be like, uh, aha, mm-hmm. you know, this is it. Yeah. This is, you know. Here's the I one thing. Yeah, they just, they threw everything they had at it, but then you realize they didn't throw anything at it. Like it, Not they, comparatively. It, yeah, to what they do now. Mm-hmm. Like, they thought they were doing everything they could. <laughs> and they it's just, just funny that where, were, that where they were at then and where they're at now, mm-hmm. and uh all these guarantees being thrown out is mm-hmm. it was pretty funny well it was funny knowing what we know especially this is a classic them being brothers thing where mm-hmm. rick's throwing out a guarantee and marty's rolling his eyes at him and <laughs> yeah he was rolling he was eyes. he was like okay like don't make eye contact with anybody <laughs> i'm not on this guarantee train that was pretty good but he does go on to explain like some of the technology they're using and things like that but it was definitely it was different than today they were even wearing different colored shirts they it was like a freaky <laughs> friday moment we got an interview where they were wearing opposite colors oh no and it really threw me for a loop it didn't it didn't phase me it didn't phase you <laughs> apparently i'm very concerned about the fashion of oak island yes, as I we've seen in the past mm-hmm. so we know so Marty went on to explain some different theories that uh, people think could have happened with mm-hmm. this whole Oak Island story. He uh, touched on Templar. He touched on Spanish treasure, mm-hmm. Shakespeare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Dot, you know, dot, just, dot. just all, of the, all of the things it could be. And Francis Bacon. Uh, they didn't touch I, on okay, Francis Bacon. I know they really went to the pirate. So maybe. Yeah. Thing. yeah, pirate was uh, kind of top of the list at this point. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, but for me now, Templar baby. <laughs> it was 
do you want to talk about how, you know, there's no Billy, there's no Gary. It's a whole, it's, whoa. There's no Laird, no Terry Matheson. This is a much tighter, like smaller team. We do get a shot in the war room where our table is there and mm. it's just not as full. Like everybody's spread out. They got stuff everywhere. I'm like, mm, no, you wouldn't be able to do that now. Yeah, well, Jack Everybody's Bagley like was side there. to side. Jack Bagley was there, and he yep. was using he was the one like using the computer. Uh huh. And then he breaks it. We'll get there in a moment. <laughs> and then we're like, why isn't Steve Duptill there? <laughs> to Steve, run Steve, the computer. Steve would be all over this and had it. You know, he wouldn't have lost that video. Sorry, yeah. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you're know, so mean. I, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of strange watching the episode, and like more than half the cast isn't there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, let's see here. Do you have anything else you want to expand on there? I was just going to go into how. Tenet or what? Well, we, they're kind of setting things up mm -hmm. about the brothers and that Rick had just retired from the postal service. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And Marty has been in the energy business for 35 years. Yep. And how they hope to adapt some of the techniques they use in that. For here at Oak Island. Oh, okay. Seems legit. We're still <laughs> doing that. More or less. Yep. It's just. Whoa. It's just episode one. <laughs> yeah. Compared to where we're at now. So it's pretty crazy. All right. So do you want to talk about getting over to 10X? Sure. All right. So the primary search operation this episode is at 10X. Mm -hmm. And that's probably because. You know, Dan Blankenship probably agreed to have the show be a thing because he's a partner at this point, right? Yes. If they're going to really take a look at 10X, because 10X was his baby. It is. And that's where any, I mean, we know there's a connection between that and the money pit mm -hmm. area. They were able to actually see some things down there based off of what Dan had shown them with the footage. Yep. It seems like a natural place to start. Mm -hmm. So why not? Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they, they work on 10 X and um, in my notes here, I have uh, on their way to 10 X. They, uh, for, they introduce uh, or Dan, uh, sorry, not Dan. Uh, you okay there? Dave, <laughs> Dave bleeping bank Blankenship uh, is uh, on the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. I, I forgot that uh, they used to bleep him out so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen on next week's episode as well yeah. a lot. Because, uh, you know, he's just bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Uh, it, he, it shows that he is the rowdy one. He is definitely the rowdy one from day one <laughs> of the Curse Book. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Very classic. Marty says that they have invested millions of dollars in this. Mm -hmm. Rick explains that Marty is his foil. And is a skeptic. And I'm thinking, yes, that's the same as my real re my relationship with my wife. She is my foil. Yes. <laughs> we foiled this morning over technical things. We will foil away. Yeah. But nonetheless, Rick and Marty, they're always foiling. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I was wrong. This is this I thought they were headed to 10x, and that's what I had in my notes, uh -huh. but they were headed to um they were like digging first. 
with uh, they had like a drill. And yeah, but were, it was in that area. Okay, and they uh, were taking little scoops of uh, on a shovel and sifting through the spoils with their bare hands, mm-hmm. just uh, one scoop, one shovel full at a time. Yeah, right? it looked like um, like little shavings from. <laughs> uh, let's see here, it was Valley uh, Wells that was drilling. Yeah, and Marty walks up, goes anywhere in. Right here, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, in this broad it's, area. It's like this huge sweeping area, and I'm thinking, whoa. And then on last week's episode of The Curse of Oak Island for season seven, episode 18, mm-hmm. Rick was like, yeah, well, if you're off by a millimeter or a centimeter or five feet, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, that's a, that could, that's a big difference. And mm-hmm. like, they're just like, yeah, eh, just pick anywhere in here. Yeah. Dig. It felt you know, drill down. Yeah, definitely <laughs> like a. It was funny. Moment where close your eyes and point to a map. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like that. I hope that spot is marked on <laughs> Steve's map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> better be right. The, the original drilling down. Yeah. So they're digging at a depth of 165 feet, and they found some pottery. <gasps> pottery from day one. Pottery. Pottery. Yeah. He says that they can date it. Uh, if they can date it prior to 1800, then they have their proof. Yeah, that's really <laughs> quick. No, if they can. Yeah, if they can. But I was shocked to see pottery come up in a scoop full, you know, a shovel scoop so yeah. quickly. Yeah, then I wrote in my notes that there's some eerie music. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, explains that the date of the pottery was inconclusive. So... Back to the drawing board, as Dan Blankenship would say, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, Clotworthy explains that six years ago, they uh, this that's when they bought a majority stake in Oak Island. Mm-hmm. That's what I have in my notes. All right. Then they move on to Borehole 10X. Well, again, because we keep going back to 10X. All right. Well, what, what happened to 10X this episode? Well, we learned that 10X is 180 feet from the money pit. This mm-hmm. is kind of the first time we hear that. And it, is what 235 feet deep mm-hmm. dug by hand mm-hmm. by Dan Blankenship With Dave help from? and Dan Hensky mm-hmm. dug by hand like whoa yeah that means not even shovel that means like your your fingernails Wait. and that's it like okay, okay maybe not okay yeah you need to calm down <laughs> uh good. there were probably shovels involved in <laughs> that <guarantee> situation <laughs> now yeah. jack on the other hand would have gone in full hands like mm-hmm. he needs those those uh gloves that have the claws on them right yep those things are intense <laughs> they are all right so we need to send some of those to jack yeah just yeah i can see him digging with them all right uh Robert Clotworthy explains the history of 10X, including mm-hmm. description of the video that Dan took in 10X back in the 1970s, including uh, what looks like a beam, mm-hmm. uh, tunnels, possibly, a treasure chest, <gasps> and what could be a body. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, Jack, Craig, and Dave join Rick and Marty at 10X. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. That's a good, solid little core group of the fellowship right there. Yeah, it's such a small little. It's just it's a good chunk. It's the it's <laughs> the start of it all. It's yeah. kind of crazy as they go over there, and you know we've still got a lot of debris from previous digs and stuff laying around, and 
we see Jack for the first time. Good old Jack Bagley. And Craig. He looks like a baby. He does. I mean, they all look like babies, but Jack looks like a baby baby. (laughs) It's almost a decade ago. What do you expect? That's true. A decade ago, I looked a lot younger. I think I did, too. Yeah. Perhaps. I had less gray in my hair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you did. Probably none. I was going to say, I don't think you had any. Yeah. So uh, they they went on to explain that Craig is Marty's business partner. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jack does the grunt work. Yeah. And the, <laughs> That's why he's brought in. Yeah. That Craig brought his son Jack along to do the grunt work. Yeah. It's funny. They're unloading some material, like some uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they're going to do this pr- uh, video camera probe thing in the 10X. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought it was funny. I noted here that Jack hit himself in the head with the case. <laughs> like he was <laughs> trying was to close funny. the case and it bopped and him it in the head. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Jack. That's oh. funny stuff. It, it was. It was good. Yeah. And then Dave Blankenship. What do you do? Joins him. Mm. He comes. Hey, Speed Racer. As he <laughs> comes up on the lawnmower. That's right. I, I love that that's his first entrance to the scene there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, he uh, just putt-putting along. Uh-huh. You know? Why not? Why not? Hey, that's how his dad gets around on the island, too, right? Well, and oh, they've got a golf, golf cart. cart. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's cool. So, yeah, uh, they're playing with a camera that they're going to send down into 10X. Mm-hmm. And what does Marty call it? He names it Probert the Probe. <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we both got a good laugh out of that. Yeah, so was so Probert the Probe, <laughs> is that, uh, like, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to watch uh, Marty's demeanor. Uh-huh. From here to where he was a couple seasons later uh-huh. to a couple, you know, till now. Yeah. Because it's like a roller coaster. Oh, it like totally he's is. very happy and jovial and go lucky in this episode. But we know later on that he gets a little bit like, well, I'm spending a lot of money here. Let's get this thing done. You yeah. Know? <laughs> oh, he, don't worry. He's like that in this episode. <laughs> well, I know. Too. And I think it's Rick. Yeah. Rick's like, we're going to recoup our money. And we're, we just <laughs> laugh. Yeah. No, he's like, I don't feel like this is a good investment. I already got millions invested here. <laughs> and I think it's clot worthy later says that is, you know, to do this proper excavation, it's going to be millions. And we're like, you have no idea what the yeah. next seven years bring. Yeah, you got a, a giant coffer dam that you haven't built yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You got about seven, like a big borehole. Uh, <laughs> caissons you haven't put in yet guys so. yeah yeah oh man it was funny they they did touch on the money pit and they showed a little bit of the money pit but it was like all grassed over there was like yeah. a little chain link fence around it you know it was weird was that the money pit area I think so yeah wow yeah like there's like no activity at the money pit it's all about 10x yeah it's it's crazy mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely crazy but you know he's holding this camera mm-hmm. and it's big well it's medium. Yeah, the camera was talking too. Yeah, he's like, "Hello." <laughs> he's I'm like, "Probe the probe. I'm gonna find you treasure." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> to Rick. Rick. He's showing, put it in Rick's face and saying, "Hello." <laughs> it's like, "Whoa, dude." <laughs> okay, hey, he's just messing with his. Brother. They're totally brothers. Yeah, and they go on to say that the head on it spins all the way around and pans and all the things. They're so hoping they can get, get some good data. Yep. Yep. 
they're bringing the top of the line technology. Yeah. So when they finally put the probe down in the water, they lower it down, and they we could see the probe's uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. What I noticed is the date on the camera. Mm-hmm. It said June twenty seventh, uh, two thousand and thirteen. Mm-hmm. So this is what four months, five months, uh, four months after the the snow excursion. Yes. <laughs> so. That was pretty interesting to learn, and I'm glad they came back when it was warmer out. <laughs> well, there was no snow we saw, yeah, yeah. obviously, but yeah, well, June just, is definitely warmer it's than... Just something to note. Yes. Yeah. No, that was definitely... I mean, it was an official timestamp. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, well, then we had Marty explains that there's a connection between 10X and the Money Pit, like you said earlier. Yep. They have fresh water um, on the bottom of salt water, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things Marty was saying is that when they you blow air and bubbles down into 10x, it comes up in the money pit. Uh-huh. Or at least that's what they knew at the time because yeah. they don't have any boreholes in the money pit yet at this uh-uh. point. So, yep. And then uh, Marty uh, asks Craig, like, when, okay, so they're looking around with the probe. And yep. I think Craig's controlling it. Uh-huh. And he asks Craig if he can see any mermaids on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's crazy, like no mermaids yet. Man, Marty's just having the time of his life. Oh, like he's, he's just having just, so much fun. This with whole this. thing's a joke. Yeah, there's mermaids in 10x, <laughs> and the probe, and the to, probe is to gonna brother. go say hi to him. And yeah. no mermaids yet, though. <laughs> I wonder if they ever found a mermaid. Yeah, well, you know what? He never knew what this whole thing would become. Oh, yeah, the biggest show on none uh, of cable us TV could so. have possibly imagined. Yeah. Um, there's a bird kind, <laughs> like ominous bird kind going on. And then they go to commercial. Mm-hmm. When they come back, I, in my notes here, I have that uh, Clotworthy is on fire. Like he's just giving us information, like oh. thing after thing that's just like stuff that we need to know to get invested in the whole thing. Um, he's not actually on fire. No, <laughs> he's just on fire. <laughs> So Clotworthy explains that Dan was tough as nails. Yes. Because they go and visit Dan Blankenship, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a field trip to his house, and they bring Dan. They want to take Dan to go look at this video they just shot in 10X, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, yeah, this is also the point where we see some pictures uh, at Dan's house. And the one of him in the scuba suit, and then thinking that he went down into 10X, in that well why what's what's the big deal that's what they wore back then when they would, like, when they would scuba i would have never <laughs> well i mean just, i would have never gone into 10x okay, in the first place. legit robert clotworthy just got finished saying that he was tough as nails okay <laughs> i think he's tougher yeah well um also not just tough as nails he was known to clear a bar with just his fists yes that's true <laughs> that is true yeah that's pretty funny all right, um, so they want to take uh, Dan Blankenship mm-hmm. over to the war room. Yeah, Where's well, they the say room? it like a big meeting yeah. room or whatever. They've set everything up. They call it the war room. They do when they get there. Yeah. So. Anyways, I put in my notes, the original war room, underline, underline. Like, mm-hmm. this is the beginning of it all. Yep. It is in Dave Blankenship's garage. 
And it looks exactly the same. <laughs> it looks almost exactly the same. Almost. So it's there's the same couple, color green. Yep. There's a couple of differences. Though. Yeah. That we got the same table. We got tons of photos and such around. There's a lot less people. Mm -hmm. There's a chalkboard. I was just about to say they upgraded nowadays. They don't have the chalkboard anymore. No, uh, <laughs> the chalkboard actually gave me a good chuckle. Yeah. Marty's up there like drawing stuff up on the chalkboard. Yeah. Like, it looks oh. like, you know, old, old school, school teacher. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, like apparently chalk. that's what chalk makes. Dig, dig, dig. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Not quite the sound effect I needed there. All right. Well, I think that Dan was excited to see the video that mm -hmm. they brought to him. Of course. Or they brought him to see. Uh, Rick says that uh, this was like, in, in essence, watching this and watching Dan watch it was mm -hmm. like seeing Dan go back to 10X. You know, oh, he was yeah. just like entranced. He was like, I think he's a little emotional. Yeah. You know, he's like, he, he, I think he wanted to go back down. Yeah. I, I don't doubt it. Don't do it, Dan. <laughs> I don't even think John Chatterton should have done it later on. You know, uh -uh. some sketchy stuff down in 10 yeah. But, um, so Marty shows Dan what could be a floor to roof beam. I mean, that's something that Dan had thought he found back in the 70s mm -hmm. and they you clearly see something that looks like a post a beam yeah. going up the, you know up something and down. yeah yeah so what do you think about that i thought it was very interesting it was mm -hmm. great to see the video again it was mind-blowing to clearly see the beam or post or whatever i think that's the one thing that stood out so much but there is so much stuff down there whether it's a human or not <laughs> we just i don't know i mean they're gonna try to clear out the bottom of 10x a little bit later in the episode but it was great watching them watch it yeah caught where they speculated that that beam may have been left by the builders of the treasure tunnels yeah that's what he called it so the video stops working well Dave's yeah, and then Dave says that they're low-tech men in a high-tech world. Yeah. <laughs> and what did they blame the video not working on? Classic Oak Island. It's a classic Oak Island move. And Jack's like, no, it's like there, but it's all everything zero, zero, zero. Like there's like it's gone. It it doesn't work. It won't play. Jack corrupted the file. Or did Oak Island corrupt the file? Let's see here. What year was that? <laughs> it was there a lot of file corruption? <laughs> 2013. Uh, Let's see here. I don't think they were working on dial-up, but maybe on the island. Who knows? But not that that would matter for their video. But we're like, yeah, Jack Jack broke it. <laughs> nah, nah, classic Oak Island. Classic Oak Island. So Marty says, where's my definitive proof? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I want my proof. <laughs> he was going to have like a breakdown. He was like, wait, what's going on here? I think he like, needed a hug. Like he, he was getting a little angry. Yeah. Like. No, something, something, fix this, fix this now. And mm -hmm. I think that's kind of like the first equipment malfunction that they had. That they it's, had. It's been a thing forever on Oak Island. Yes, but it's their first experience with said malfunctions. Mm -hmm. And it shall continue. Hey, you know what? Thankfully, they had some video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got to see part of it. Mm -hmm. And then they had what uh, Dan had. Yep, they sure did. And so then they move on from the war room uh -huh. to go and start setting up a uh, shop 
so that they can start working at 10x. And what's what, what are they doing at 10x at this point? Okay, so the this is the first opportunity where they're going to adapt some of what they know from the energy business to use here, right? Sure. They've mm -hmm. decided they're going to start bringing stuff up from the bottom of 10x. They pull in a giant dumpster. We're like, okay, what's what's going on here? Mm -hmm. But they're rigging it up to make it as a sediment tank. Marty goes on to explain what they're going to be doing, that they're going to be pumping air down 10x so it can push sediment back up. Yep. It That'll go through a tube into the sedimentation tank. Mm -hmm. Water will drain out. Yes. There'll be time for it to settle. They can look for gold coins in the bottom <laughs> of it as soon as it settles. Of course, because gold coins are just going to be spitting out, right? Well, yeah, it naturally. That's what they expect. Yeah. All right. So this is a this is an oil drilling technique. Yes. And yeah, Marty explained that process. They gave us some nice little animations of like how it all works. Yep. Okay. So Marty says that there's two quests here: one to find the treasure, and one to convince him that there's something there to look for. <laughs> Yeah. He's been on that personal quest for a while. Yeah, quite he was, a while. He was willing to part with a lot of his own money That's what to even I'm attempt thinking. this quest. Yeah. Uh, he really, uh, he's a fan of his brother, even mm -hmm. when they get in little spats. Mm -hmm. All right. And then uh, Robert Clotworthy, our famous narrator, mm -hmm. goes into explaining about the 90-foot stone a little more. Mm -hmm. And he explains how there could be instructions of how to shut off the flood tunnels on the 90-foot stone. Could be. Yeah, and he goes into also explaining um, what could be deciphered about 40 feet below 2 million pounds are buried. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about that translation? I just, I'm not sold that that translation is accurate because I just don't think English. Yeah, that's my, that's what I think too. I think it's probably not English. Uh, you know, the Spanish were there, the French were there, you know, the English were there too, but I think it's probably because like I lean more toward the Templar theory mm -hmm. uh, in at least hopes. Yeah. I hope it is. And they're French, right? So mm -hmm. it's probably not something that translates to English, but maybe it is. Who knows? It's I, just, uh, it, it was funny. They had that little animation of it. Like it could basically uh, give you instructions on how to slide a rock that would block oh, the yeah. tunnel, you know, that little animation. It was, was just like a perfect boonk, and boonk. then it's yeah. all, yeah. Okay. That's nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And then you were talking about how Dave was like trying to weld <laughs> and stuff with the, the wires exposed or whatever. And Dave was like, or and Rick was like feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah. He's like, there's <laughs> open wires here. Like this yeah. is, this is definitely a safety issue. Maybe we should tape those up. And Dave goes on to say, I've been welding for so many years and <laughs> and and you know we i've never you know I, I it's fine just don't touch them you touch them <laughs> and they laugh but i think rick's laughing nervously yeah he's like uh. and he goes well he goes you can tape them if you want he goes do we have tape no so we're not going to tape them <laughs> and then guess what they don't tape them. Dave gets the job done. Yeah, and he goes and cuts <laughs> and the hole fine. in the side. He's fine. Everybody gives him a nice wide berth so that nobody gets bzzzed. Yeah, 
it's funny though because this is like the beginnings of their relationship yeah you know i i think they had known each other for years before but they didn't work that closely together yeah. i don't think or as much time together yeah. as that it's just yeah. funny to see all right and so dan blankenship mm -hmm. shows up in his golf cart and his hat yep mm-hmm yeah, and then uh, they do more exp explanation about how the Reader's Digest brought Dan to the island as well. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Dan seems impressed by the rig that Rick and Marty set up to do this pumping. Yes. And he's like, all right, let's let's get this done. As he's talking to, who is he? Is he talking to Rick? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to have answers for you. <laughs> he just laughs. He was so sure of it. So sure. Yeah. And we laughed. When you think about it, what they're doing with the pumping, mm -hmm. they're disturbing everything down there, right? So if there was like human remains, they should be like shredded at this point, right? I I guess. Like, I mean. If they're going to get a whole bone up there, it's probably going to get lodged and stuck. Yeah, and well, then if oh. there is anything left, it's like you said, broken to pieces. Yeah. So it's just, I, I think there we can be safe to say they didn't find any human remains down there because we there would be something that came up that they would have told us about you would think but and i don't know the gold. curse is it it doesn't like us so yeah. it's not going to tell us things okay all right so the uh dave and dave blankenship and dan blankenship share a nice little moment and i think they are convinced that with rick and marty's help they will get some answers uh -huh. and he was saying that you know mom wanted the treasure found that's what uh -huh. Dave was telling dan and dan's like yep she sure did she wanted it over <laughs> she wanted it over she wanted it to be done <laughs> yeah and guess what it's still not done but they have a lot more answers now but they yes. have a lot more questions too uh, all the questions yeah so they really begin the pumping uh -huh. and then when the water starts uh spraying into the sedimentation tank. Mm -hmm. I have in my notes here that the hose is dancing. Yeah. Like the hose is just like jumping all over the place. It's crazy when it finally comes out and you see the entire team like standing in the background, they almost all jump. Mm -hmm. And eventually we see that they've like pinned the top of it down so that it's not freaking out in the tank, but mm -hmm. it's, it's just funny. It the whole operation seems a lot less safe than it is right now. <laughs> a little bit more jerry rigged, if you will. Yep. Yep. So um yeah. They, they all stand around the tank. Yeah, and they say that the water really stinks. Oh yeah. Oh you know, it's kind of been sitting there sedentary for a long time at the bottom of the hole mm -hmm. and they're disturbing everything in the bottom of it, all the sediment. Yeah. For all, for all Rick knows at this point. Yeah. Human remains are being mixed with all this water. Yeah. And then what happens? And then, <laughs> and then Dave eggs rig on rig rig. rig. Who's Dave, rig? <laughs> Dave eggs Rick on. Yeah. And you know what? What does he do? Takes a big old drink of it. <laughs> he scoops it up in his hand and he's like, <laughs> Slurps it up. Yeah. And goes, and at Bleh. that point, I, I mean, Dave's like, dude, you didn't have to take like a big old gulp of it. <laughs> you know, like a taste would have been one thing. Yeah. So Rick drinks a little bit of this nasty 10x water, but he's known to do this kind of stuff. We should have been inspecting, expecting what happened last week on the Curse of Oak Island. 
we should have expected that to happen knowing yeah, what we know based about this, off right? of this and i'm just like i didn't remember that from before i know so for me i'm thinking how many strange substances has he drank i don't know there, there could probably be a whole montage of like rick drinking random gross <laughs> water on Oak Island. you know you know where he tasted some of that uh dyed water from probably uh, smith's cove right i got no doubt <laughs> that it just it really caught me off guard but then you know it's a hot day in june jack takes off his hat <laughs> and just soaks it in this water and puts it on his head hey he's trying to keep cool you don't care how much it, bad it stinks it, like rick just drank it <laughs> jack is now marinating in it like they must think they found the fountain of youth <laughs> something like that but i'll tell you 10 years later they look different so they didn't <laughs> i just ew ew <laughs> i mean i i drank from a garden hose as a kid sure I, me too i think this water is dirtier than that well garden hose is fine yeah i know and yeah, this is way dirtier <laughs> All right. So Marty says that there is seawater in 10X, which is very strange because when they drill elsewhere on the island, they get fresh water. Mm -hmm. So, yep. And then we have Rick getting antsy. He thinks that they're not <laughs> down far enough because nothing is coming up. And Marty tells him to be patient because they're just getting started. Like well, Rick was like really antsy. Yeah. He was really antsy and telling Marty, oh, we're not down far, to far enough. And Mars like, yeah, I know. <laughs> we just started. Calm down, big brother. Like, be patient. Because he's thinking, this is what I do. This is my thing. This is my technology that we've used in the past. I know what's going on. You need to be patient. And you need to calm down. Let me do my thing. I know I'm the younger brother, but. Calm down, big brother. Calm down, big brother. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he's like, but why can't we go faster? Because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah literally that's what he said yeah it was funny so i wrote in my notes that jack was having fun okay that might have been in just reference to the hat dipping in the probably he does seem like giddy like of course he's a he's a he's a baby on a treasure hunt at this point a baby on Look a at treasure him. He, he looks hunt? like a baby he already said yeah that but he's a he's also an adult <laughs> <laughs> he just has a baby face at this point yeah exactly. but he's just he's just excited bright-eyed bushy-tailed ready mm -hmm. for a treasure you know oh yeah the the island has not worn him down mm -hmm. so we move on to smith's cove so smith's cove is where the water is draining out from the sediment tank right yeah uh the water that's supposed to be coming off and rick has to make sure <laughs> yeah i'm surprised rick didn't go like stick his face in that water and just spewing out of that hose he may have we <laughs> or take, try to take a drink out of it yeah. <laughs> he's drinking out of the hose yeah, that'd be nasty. <laughs> yeah so he just wants to make sure everything's going fine mm -hmm. and, straightening out the hose yeah so. straightening out the hose uh we had some voiceover explanation from robert clotworthy explaining that smith's cove was man-made yep and explains the box drains. Uh huh. <clears throat> and Rick is just kind of looking around. It's low tide, and he notices something sticking up out of the water. And what he is it? Practically runs out there, <laughs> and, and then he it's starts just, kicking it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What is that?" And yeah. he's kicking it, and like he can't move it. 
and he calls in the big guns. He gets on his phone and calls Charles and Dan. Who obviously have great cell phone reception on Oak Island. So uh, that's apparently good. no equipment malfunctions there. Yeah. Um, so they come on down. Charles says he's never seen that before. And he's been down there several times. Hmm. And it's, so what do they see, though? Well, Rick describes it as a wooden tusk coming out of... Well, he doesn't say wooden. He just says it looks like an elephant's tusk. Yeah, he goes on to say wooden tusk later. Uh, the, I know Clotworthy does. I yeah, and so does he. Mm-hmm. And that's why Clotworthy's like, a wooden tusk? <laughs> and we laugh. Yeah, that was a good one. Wait, wooden tusk just doesn't make sense. It's not a thing, guys. <laughs> no. my first, I go, oh, it looks like a peer's post. Like, they're all over the shores over here. Yeah. It's funny because that's um, Clotworthy goes on to talk about what could it be, you know, in the set of booby trap. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you see Rick kicking it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're kicking a booby trap, Rick. Yeah. Calm down. It, I mean, they talk about it being a, it just. Well, the reason a booby trap is because it could have, like, been a booby trap for boats, not for, like, yeah. people. And, I mean, Marty's down there and. Yeah, Rick is kicking it as hard as he can. And at the same time that he's kicking it, like you said, a booby trap. And I'm just like, what? I'm waiting for the thing to like explode or Mm -hmm. something like pop. Pop. Don't kick booby traps if that's a thing. Please. P.S. It's not a booby trap. Yeah. That's funny, though. Um, It was. So Marty thinks that it's uh, the island giving them the finger. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, that's taunting, And Rick thinks the island's taunting them. Um, It is for the next seven years basically all right so now we got some more uh driving over the causeway stuff <laughs> with a helicopter instead of a drone yes shot, you know? it is, but it's alex and marty mm-hmm. that are driving to the island and alex they i noted is 27 years old at the time mm. yeah well he looks uh younger than that to me but that's probably just because i'm older now but He's Mr. Man Bun. <laughs> it's he just looks so different. It's it was a more popular hairstyle back then, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I get a feeling he was very on trend. He was very on trend for I'm the sure. time. And his son Alex, Marty's son Alex, is a diver. Yep, that's what well. they describe him as an experienced diver. Mm-hmm. So him and Marty plan to do some diving off of Smith's Cove to get everything figured out. He said there's been some uh, side sonar scans Mm -hmm. and they never checked out the results of that. So maybe they can go down there and figure out what's causing all the, what do I want to say? The salt water to come in. I'm sure it'll be that easy. Oh yeah. Uh, Alex asks uh, his dad about Rick. Marty says that he's happy to be on Oak Island, but he's bummed about the progress. (laughs) <laughs> it's episode one. It's episode one. And he is sad about the rate of progress. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're in for a long haul, Rick. Lagina. One, in all in. Mm-hmm. In all in. All right. So Marty says that they'll keep up until they find definitive proof of the treasure itself. So I wrote in my notes that this might be the first time uh, Alex ever went to Oak Island, but I think that I think he has been there before. Um but uh, Marty says that this is it. The place to spend the rest of your summer. And we laughed. Well, what did Alex reply with? B 
because Alex's response was hopefully not the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, literally in my notes, I have LOL. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, this is going to be the rest of your life. You had no idea. No, he the, does now. This is you spend the rest of your summer. Hey. <laughs> hopefully not the rest of my life. He's, uh-huh. he's fine. He's taken a much more prominent role lately. He has. He uh, is kind of some of the voice of explaining some stuff, which is cool mm-hmm. and nice. But, you know, he's on the number one TV show on cable TV. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just funny good. because he had no idea. Like, none of them had any idea. That's why this episode one is just kind of hilarious. I mean, season yeah. one <clears throat> only had five episodes. It did. Like, so we're going to burn through the season one pretty quick, I think, with these watch alongs. Mm-hmm. All right. So he meets Dave Blankenship for the first time. Mm-hmm. And... Says it's been a long time since, time since he's seen Jack because he shakes Jack's hand mm-hmm. and he gives Rick a hug. And Rick explains that they're excavating 10X or evacuating 10X. And uh, the process of doing so, Rick is excited that Alex is there to help explore Smith's Cove uh, with his diving skills with a Z. Okay? I, I also noted that when they drive up and, you know, everybody's Jack, Rick, and Dave are there. And Alex shows up. Yep. This is the first appearance of Jack's green shirt. Mm. The same one? It looks like the one he's been wearing now with like the black patches on it. So. But it's the first green shirt appearance. Right on. (laughs) I know his his shirt is famous. It is. It's got its own Twitter page or whatever. Twitter Twitter page? Twitter account. account. Sure. His shirt has his own Twitter page. Who says things like that? The shirt tweets, okay? The shirt tweets. Does your shirt tweet? No. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So what do they do? They get into a boat? Yep. Down at the marina. Uh, there was no... No what? Tony Sampson. <clears throat> and uh, we thought at first maybe there was Tony Sampson. There was no Tony Sampson. Oh, no Tony Sampson. They had another uh, boater. <laughs> another boater. I don't think they even told us the guy's name. They didn't. Yeah. But it's Rick, Dave, Jack, Marty, Alex. They head out on the water, and they know uh, going by Fred's house because you can see it from the water. Mm-hmm. And Alex is kind of given the lowdown about the relationship between Dan Blankenship and and Fred Nolan. Fred Nolan, yeah. And the suggesting that, you know, because they're competing and that they might mislead each other. Dave Blankenship just says. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's laughing. We're like, oh, yeah, that's I guarantee that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Treasure hunters. Yep. And then uh, Clotworthy explained Nolan's cross Mm -hmm. and how it could prove that religious artifacts may be hidden on Oak Island. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. Rick shows a map of anomalies to Alex, uh-huh. and those are the spots that he wants him to dive on. Uh-huh. He said he has one spot in particular he's interested in, but he says, but yeah, whatever. All of these are something we want you to look at. Of course. So get to work. I'm sure you've got plenty of time, mm-hmm. at least the rest of the summer. One thing that was funny is they said something like, uh, is this the first time you've seen Oak Island from the water? Uh-huh. And Dave Blankenship's like, yep, it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> And he's been living there for 40 funny. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. They All do right. go on to talk about Frederick 
Blair's dye test. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least Robert Clotworthy does and mm-hmm. explains how when the dye was put down and pumped out, it came out in three different places. So we're getting that mentioned on episode one, and it's not till what, season six, that we do another dye test, which is interesting. Yeah, I figured they would have done it quicker than that, but whatever. They got mm-hmm. to it. Well, and then in the animation, it they're showing like red dye. Wasn't it done with like green or something that was really hard to see? And that's uh, why we used I think red they, this time? I think time? they've done it twice. Okay. Day. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah, and so I think they did red dye the, the second time and uh, yeah, it came out Smith's Cove, came out on the northern part of the island and the southern part of the island. Mm-hmm. So he must have used a lot more dye than they used uh, in season mm-hmm. six because we didn't see very much red dye. Oh, and maybe he was pumping for longer. Maybe well, more things were still intact. I think he's using a time. stronger dye that may not have been environmentally safe, you know, because mm-hmm. they went out of their way to make sure yeah. that the kind of dye they were using was environmentally safe. So Yeah. And they did it in. 10x 10x who uh when they did this no. die oh that die yeah that frederick Bly. no he wasn't around when 10x was dug okay frederick blair was from the late 1800s duh yeah so <laughs> okay that was out of the money pit <laughs> and yep. when they did the other one that was through 10x nope yeah Maybe maybe uh, Dan did his own. That's what I'm. Okay. Yeah. Was talking about. Okay. I don't know. Well, we can argue about that later. Sure. All right. So what else do they do? Um, Go back to Dan's house. Yeah. Well, they uh, to finish that off. The priority seems to be shut off, the, shutting off the flood tunnels. Yes. And we're still on that, trying to do that. Yes. To this date. All right. All right. Yes. Dan Blankenship back to his house. Uh, Marty explains that they've been up at 10 X and that Alex is going to begin diving for them at Smith's Cove. Mm -hmm. And Dan seemed pretty happy about that. Yeah. He said that sounds like a good idea to him. Mm -hmm. And then we have Rick says (laughs) that within a week or two, they'll have some definitive answers at what's the bottom (laughs) of what's on the bottom of 10 X. And Marty rolls his eyes. Yeah. I I, I wrote in my notes that Marty be like, sure oh yeah i gotta <laughs> clip that out that'll be a perfect gift because mm-hmm. he's like okay don't make eye contact yeah well dan knows dan knows you know yeah. he's not expecting something in two weeks no and yeah. he yeah he he knows he also what is it marty that calls him obsessed mm-hmm. or does dan call himself well marty asks dan if he can't quit Mm-hmm. And Dan calls it a, an obsession. Yeah. 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 So. And Rick says that Dan uh, better be around to see what they do on Oak Island next. Yeah. He's around for a while. He is around for a while. He, he sees a lot of good accomplishments, a lot of big things. Yeah. Uh, Marty says that the common denominator on Oak Island seems to be obsession. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then, Rick uh, takes a little offense to it. He does. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
I don't think obsession's the word. <laughs> and okay, Rick. But so if that, obsession means such and such, then yes, I guess I'm obsessed. Yeah, that's what someone that's obsessed would say. <laughs> and you know what Robert Clotworthy says right after that? What's that? Obsession is the fuel that powers Oak Island. <laughs> I was like, wow, that really does encompass all of this. Obsession yeah. is the fuel that powers Oak Island. Mm -hmm. That's a quote. Sure is. So uh, back to the 10X tank, Rick scoops out a shovel full and Marty finds a piece of metal. Uh -huh. And uh, we're thinking to ourselves, eh, eh, whatever. There's a lot of like work done in 10X and a lot of stuff collapsing. fell in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, lots of stuff, like parts of things broke and fell in there all the time. Uh -huh. And uh, then like I'm coming down to the end of my notes it says Clotworthy says the Oak Island changed lives and can even destroy them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, what an ominous uh, right? thing to send off the first episode with. So very curse heavy. Very curse heavy this first episode. Mm -hmm. So, And then my note says, the end. Yeah, it just kind <laughs> of ends. Yeah. I mean, we've already noted that obsession is the fuel that powers Oak Island. Yeah. There's something rusty in the bottom <laughs> of 10X. Yeah. Found yeah. some pottery over when they were drilling. And... Like, whoa, that, I mean, that's quite a setup. We got a lot of initial background there. We did. And it was fun. It was mm -hmm. fun to watch it um, and do commentary on it through the watch along. I hope mm -hmm. you guys got to check that out. Mm -hmm. And then um, if not, if you didn't listen to the watch along episode, um, I don't. I hope you've watched episode one recently yourself yeah. uh, or else this doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's been it's been educational. It has it's been. been enlightening and it's been fun. It has been. So if you enjoyed this, let us know mm -hmm. so we can uh, do another one, of course. Yeah, we're planning on doing another one next week. But, uh, you know, if people hate this, then I guess probably not. <laughs> yeah, if, if if you hate it, then I definitely am not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to spend the time and yeah. potential faulty uh, issues. Yeah, well. Classic Oak Island. Classic right. Oak Island. Um, do we have anything else that we need to uh, chat about? Um, I, I think w I want to uh, talk about real quick that we did a an Oak Island trivia night mm -hmm. on Facebook Live um, or on Facebook live stream via our Facebook page, which can be found at www.facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast, right? Yes, except you don't have to type in www because nobody does that anymore. They did in my day, okay? <laughs> You're supposed to evolve with the time steer. Okay. So you go to our Facebook page and um, you can go back and actually watch our trivia live. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. Yeah. We did have a couple hiccups with audio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we uh, got it worked out. We got it fixed. And then we had a great time. We had a whole bunch of people show up to do trivia and it was a blast. Yeah. Like everybody had a really great time. I heard nothing but positive feedback. I have not heard one negative piece of feedback. What about you? I haven't heard any yeah so um, hopefully we'll do that again yeah sometime. we gave out prizes you know uh, you know our famous uh, they're famous now our oak island trading cards oh, were yes. prizes for winners and so if you want to participate find us on facebook come and join us we will be doing another oak island trivia on friday so we will have uh prizes like i said and you're more than welcome to come and join there's lots of people that win too it's not just one person Right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. And I'm not sending you a chicken dinner. So we do those on Friday at <laughs> 5 o'clock Pacific, mm -hmm. 8 o'clock Eastern. Yes. Okay. So Friday, join us. We will have a ton of fun doing so. What else we got? 
Clotworthy moments. Clotworthy moments. Woohoo! Let's hear our clotworthies, huh? Who won last week? Oh, wait, we don't have that because this is the first time we've done the uh, watch along recap, right? Yes. Okay. So this is the first of it. So I guess the first one is. Could the strange vertical object at the bottom of 10X be an ancient support beam? One left there by the builders of the alleged treasure tunnels? Could it be? I guess it could be. <laughs> I just want to make a disclaimer here. Dustin pulled these clotworthy moments. I would not have pulled this one. Meh. It was fine. I was I was uh, strapped on time. I, I knew I knew what one I really needed to get. And now it's the, the next one. There so. was a disagreement this morning. So Dustin pulled the clips. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first choice with the support beams. What's the second choice? A wooden tusk sticking straight out of the water. But how did it get here? Is it a natural formation, a marker, or could it be a booby trap? <laughs> but how did it get here? <laughs> Come on, that's a good one. It is a good one. I will give you that. It is a good one. Yeah. It, maybe it's a booby trap that Rick is kicking. <laughs> it's now funny. I'm worried about anytime they kick something on the island that it's going to be a booby trap that snaps back at them or something. <laughs> like that'd be really unfortunate. Very Temple of Doom style. Yeah. Temple but of how Doom. did it get here? Is it a natural form? No, it's not a natural formation. <laughs> it is not. It is okay, not. go ahead and tell them how to vote for the Thoughtworthy Moment. So you will go to Facebook and go to our Facebook page, and there will be a, a, a post that has a picture of the wooden tusk and a picture of the support <laughs> beam. You click on which one you like, and that will be your choice. The wooden tusk. <laughs> hey, Aren't tusks it. not made out of wood? I, they're made out of ivory, typically. But this is a wooden tusk, okay? Okay, my bad. Okay. My bad. All right, so you go to Facebook. You can vote that way. Or you can go to our Twitter. It's not a page, Just go right? to Twitter. Go to Twitter.com slash Oak Island Pod, right? And then you can vote on Twitter as well. Yes. Click which one you prefer, and then we will reveal it on episode two. Yeah, for the Watch Along Recap Podcast. Yes, because apparently <laughs> we need two sets of clotworthy moments going at any given time. It's fine. Our our listeners are smart. They can figure it out. I know they're smart. I just think you're doubling up. Mm -hmm. So can they find us on Instagram? Yes, they can. At Oak Island Podcast. Yeah, and you can give us a call on our Oak Island Podcast voicemail feedback line. Say or, what? Yeah, so it, it's 360 eight three six four five four nine and i keep getting all these like random calls where nobody's leaving a message that's sad it, i like, hope it's not just solicitors calling us or do you think that it's like people just misdialing a number and they're like what the heck is this yeah, and they what is up? this yeah, I don't it know. could be that it could be could it be could it be i i don't know i don't know i think people just want to hear our our voice that's not a thing. thing people do i don't know but we you, do, who uh, do you call just to hear their voicemail message i don't know it's pretty good though it's worth it's worth calling and listening to if you want guys want to hear it yeah but then you have to leave a message that's kind of like the rule if yeah. you're going to call and listen to it <laughs> then you should leave a message yeah that's fine yeah leave a message all right so um if you want to email us that can be done at uh, oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Correct. And uh, we haven't asked for it lately, but if you want to give us a review on Apple Podcast or anywhere else, anywhere else, please do so. Five stars would be great. 
Is there anything else? I think that's it. Okay. We want to thank you guys for joining us for episode one of this bonus little series we're doing featuring season one, episode one. Well, this one's episode one, but season one of Recap Podcasts. <laughs> what? Oh, we a mess this morning. Nah, you're a mess. You're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, until next time. Could it be? This is the camera. Believe. Oh, oh yeah. Look at that. Saying hello to you. <laughs> hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. I'm going to find treasure for you. <laughs> Go find us something. His name is Probert the Probe. Come on, baby. Go find it. <laughs>